episode one, Billy Mayo. This episode is one indeed. Episode one, yeah. So the title of this podcast is called The Journey of Jack, and the goal I want to get out of it is really just people to listen and enjoy the conversations we have and learn something. That's that's the goal. So yeah, without further ado, uh, so my name is Jack Robinson. Uh, I'm an accounting student at the University of Arkansas. I'm a junior. Um, basically, I just wanted to start this podcast because I've listened to podcasts and I just, I enjoy them and I want to provide a platform to talk with my friends and just have a real conversation, make it fun and interesting. So, um, yeah, so our first guest here is Billy Mayo. He is my best friend. Um, I've known him for three years. 30 years? 30 years, years, yes, 30 correct. years. Um, yeah, 30 years too long. And <laughs> Billy goes here too. He is studying... Um, kinesiology. Yeah, kinesiology. So, yeah, he's our first guest. Uh, Billy's my best friend. We hang out all the time. We hoop, you know, daily. So, yeah. Um, Billy, how did we meet? How did we meet? <laughs> well, well, it's a funny story that you say that. Because... We weren't as well acquainted whenever we were younger. Yeah, but, we went to the same high school. But uh, we did end up just randomly living together in the same yes. dorm. Not in the same actual dorm, but like the oh, big yeah, building yeah. itself. Yeah, so our freshman year, we lived in what is called the the quads. So it's... Quads. The quads. It's pretty nice. I nice think it was, it was a good decision. Place. Yeah. So we lived... Um, you lived with three other people and you had your own room, but you had a suite mate that you shared a bathroom with. And I shared a bathroom with Connor Cook, who was my neighbor back home. And then across the hall was Kyle Skelton, which he will be on, uh, this podcast eventually, but, uh, he's one of my friends. And then this guy named Logan, who, uh, we'll get into him later, probably sometime. But. Yeah, so quite a character Mr. Logan is, but. Who'd you stay with? Uh, well, <laughs> I think my roommates might have been the biggest oh. of characters. Uh, uh, I shared a suite with probably the most disgusting human ever, Mr. <laughs> Trevor, and across the hall oh. are my good friends, uh, Connor and Harrison, but Mr. Uh, Trevor, man, I'll tell you about him. Yeah, tell me about Trevor. The boy didn't know how to use the restroom, he didn't know any, how to be sanitary. Didn't he pee on the toilet seat? Oh, I, not just toilet seat, my man. I'm talking about the ground. He peed everywhere. Like, on the on the tub somehow. Ugh. The man just didn't really know what he was doing there, and it was. So he peed on the tub too. Yes, dude, and he didn't even clean yeah. it up unless I unless I t- would tell him to, which would be often. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta let him know. Absolutely. You can't just let your roommate pee all, everywhere all the time, but sometimes, I mean. Sometimes you let it go. But. You gotta have a kind heart sometimes. Have some sympathy for the man, but... <sighs> yeah, on the scale of roommates, he's, uh, he's pretty low. Yeah, he's, to... he's one of the lowest that we've seen so far in our experiences. Uh, my roommate currently is pretty low, but... That's a story for another day. Yeah, we got that. We got that queued up for another day. But, so, Trevor peed on the seat. Oh, oh my god. I can't tell this story on air, but... The, the day he, uh, it's a funny story. So Trevor, Billy's roommate, um, 
got the fire alarm pulled uh, twice, I believe, right? Twice. Yes, two times within two weeks at the end of the school year. Oh my Some god. Some of the most ridiculous stuff I've ever seen. The man forgot to put ma- water in his macaroni twice in the span of two weeks. Okay, and so. And set off the fire alarm both times. <laughs> so if you're listening, this guy, he put, you know, the Easy Mac, like microwavable pouches right it was that's yeah, what it was just the easy mac <laughs> the thing we were supposed to fill the water up to the dotted line just to the dotted line. i used lines. to eat those things all the time that's why i know but he forgot to put water in it in the microwave was it y'all's microwave or was yeah, it yeah it was our microwave were you in the in the apartment i was the in door? the apartment the second time it went off and me and my other two roommates were there as well connor and uh, harrison yeah and we all knew at the exact same time <laughs> That he was going to set it off because I was in my room and I smelled something a little bit toasty (laughs) and I went to go check it out and then we all noticed at the same time, everybody ran out of their rooms at the same time and we all saw just smoke. I remember, what time was the second time? It was late. It was like... I remember the first, actually it might have been the second time. It was late the time that I remember. Yeah, the second time it was on, I'd say a a Tuesday or Wednesday at about 11 and people asleep. people were not happy with not at all people were not happy i remember the alarm it went off i like freaked out but there's some other situation other things were going on but uh, yeah so i freaked out i didn't know what was happening we went down there but anyway so those were your roommates and that was the quads so me and billy went to the same high school we weren't friends in high school. We knew of each other, right? I think we we met in high school, right? Yeah, we met a couple times. Yeah, but um, I would say, I don't know. I was kind of like a, a loner-ish. I don't know. I didn't hang out with like that many people. But Billy, you hung around like, what type of people would you say? I'd say everybody. Yeah. I was a big everybody kind of guy. So we met a couple times. And then, um, so mutual friends, I think. And then we started hanging out, I think personally for me just because like I knew you were like a cool person but I also like I was like really scared freshman year I like didn't know anyone so I was like this is a familiar face on my hands with us so freshman year yeah and we we enjoyed the same hobbies yes basketball working out yeah and then some other things the rest of them not so much <laughs> everybody else not so much yeah but anyways so we ended up rooming together with me, you, yeah, how did this work? So, originally we were supposed to room with Connor. Connor. And Connor ended up living in a different house. Connor so, and Harrison, yeah, and then Connor dipped out. Yeah, Connor didn't want to. It was, t- it was, uh, Kyle. It was yes. Harrison, Harrison thought about it originally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was, me, it was supposed to be me, you, Connor, and Kyle. Yes. And then Connor dipped out, and then it was Kyle, and then, oh, then we met Tony. Then we met Tony Wang. Tony. The man, the myth, the legend. I think it's pronounced Wong. It is pronounced <laughs> Wong, but if he says that to other people, they spell it W-O-N-G. Yeah, it's interesting. But, so that's how we met. Um, we were roommates last year. We have, uh, Billy still lives in the same place. I live in a new place with two new roommates, uh, Jordan Micaiah, some of my friends, and a another person that we'll get to later. But 
Yeah, that's how we met. So that was that was interesting. That was interesting. I think we played ping pong the first time we met. Ping pong. I remember really? you were cold and I was not because I cannot play ping pong. Oh, I remember you were trash at ping pong. I'm pretty good at ping pong. <laughs> I can't. I can't lie. I spent. <laughs> I spent a summer, like, from 5th grade to 6th grade, I was, like, super into ping pong. And me and my brother, Ben, like, played in the garage for, we played, like, every day of the summer. Um, so I trained. I wanted to be, like, a ping pong player. That was, like, what I wanted to be when I was little for, for <laughs> probably a couple months of the summer. Uh, now I see why you're kind of cold at ping pong. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, um, so that's how we met, um. I'm trying to see. This podcast is supposed to just flow from topic to topic, but it's our first episode, so bear with us. Where should we go next? Can we discuss these things about how time just repeats itself? Because these vapes, man. Oh. These vapes, vapes. It's just like, that's that history repeating itself again. Like back back in the day whenever cigarettes were the craze. Oh. These okay. are the new, these little jewels and... I see uh, what what you calls it and all these the all big these rigs, new vapes, yeah. electronic cigarettes. Everything is just that's just history repeating itself. Everybody thinks it's the cool thing nowadays. You got to be carrying around a vape. Yep. I mean, that is a, it is a weird thing. Um, you could tell us about how, why you do it, but I'll just say my uh, my perspective. It I I get it. It looks cool, um, like to blow smoke and everything. <laughs> You know, it looks cool when you you blow big clouds, but I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. When when something has nicotine in it, I like to refrain from it. Um, but yeah, why do you do it? Well, nicotine is definitely an unhealthy thing, but mm-hmm. nicotine. A lot of people just they like the way it makes them feel. Get a buzz. Yeah, the nicotine buzz, the classic nicotine buzz, and man, it's got all these kids hooked. Yes, I'd bro. Say it's got it's kids starting to be a, addicted. It's starting to be a epidemic of sorts. I know. I mean, high schoolers, little uh, freshmen and stuff, can get their hands on it if they want. All they have to do How is pay a little bit extra to an older. Uh, okay, so you have to be eighteen to buy them. Yeah, but he, it's it's not that hard to find yeah, an eighteen year old. Yeah, you can just tell old. like a s- senior or something to buy you one. And it's yeah, it's kind of dangerous. It is, especially because young kids don't really understand the uh, the long term effects of it and everything and I know a lot of the younger kids do it um, I'm glad my little brother Cal doesn't but yeah a lot of the younger kids do it's kind of scary they're getting addicted and they don't even know they are getting addicted and they have no idea end up taking all their parents cash and spending it on little pods for their fancy jewels and yeah so how much so how much does the jewel like itself cost the jewel itself uh, I believe costs about twenty dollars but you can't just That's buy the bad. jewel because you know you have to buy like the starter pack so that you have your charger and uh, all and uh, all that working. So that costs like thirty bucks. And then the pods for a pack of pods of like four cost eighteen dollars. It used to be twelve. They increased those prices. I tell you what, those people at Jewel, mm-hmm. some marketing geniuses, oh, but yeah. they're. Uh, I wouldn't say they're the friendliest company. I might put them on the evil side. Yeah, it's up there with uh, the cigarette companies, I think. But yeah, that's interesting. It costs so it's pretty cheap to get, like twenty bucks, right? But yeah. they make their money off the 
the pods. The pods. People just Definitely. cycle through the pods. People do just cycle through the pods. You know, people who go through like a pack of those pods a day. I mean, we know people that do that. Yeah. Just go through a pack of pods a day. I mean, that's twenty bucks. That's smoking. That's the same as smoking a pack a day. A day. So, wow. So that's the equivalent. Do you know? I don't think that's like the actual equivalent of like the pods. Uh, yeah, like pods to per cigarette things like that. But I mean, price wise, it's the same as smoking a pack a day. Mm-hmm. They got they got these kids hooked, man. They do. It's, um, it's hard to get out of that grip. It is. I mean, it's yeah. They're they're spending a lot of money for this fix they need, and ah, uh, it's it makes it grosses me out. It makes me mad, but. Man, I remember the first time I saw one. It's weird. I was, like, intrigued, and I, I'll get to it. But originally, so the first time I saw it was, um, I'm going to say this is either my freshman or sophomore year in high school. And you know how you had to take art? Oh, uh, yeah, you had to take a fine arts class. Yes, <laughs> you had to take a fine arts class. And so art, and art was low-key kind of hard. So <laughs> um, I was in art, um, and a older guy he was a grade above me adam mansour do you know who that is no i don't think his so. dad owns like a car dealership and he's like he was friends with tyrell probes do you know tyrell yeah anyways so of course i know tyrell yeah of course um <laughs> so anyways he had a vape and i remember he would we had the nicest art teacher like he was the absolute nicest guy ever and it was he was so nice to a fault you know those people that are just like, they're pu- yes. they're pushovers. Honestly, it's it's sad. Too friendly. People take advantage of them. Um, anyways, Mr. Dar, he was so nice, and uh, the bad kids in class would just do whatever they want. He wouldn't say anything. Like he was just very. He would avoid everything. You know those people yeah, that avoid confrontation. An avo- an avoider. Yeah. So um, Adam would blow like clouds with his vape. And I, I would be, I was like so nervous, like watching him. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that in class? Are you crazy? Um, but the teacher never saw it. So that was the first time I saw a vape um, in high school. And then it's funny, like it was so weird. Like it was so wrong that like it kind of, like I gravitated Pulled towards it. Yeah. Like I looked up, I remember I went online later that day and like looked up. I wanted to buy one, dude. Yes, it makes you want to. I mean, I was like, those well, things are hell? just shiny and yeah, they catch your smoke eye. and and everything. They're it's intriguing. Weird. I mean, this definitely is an eye catcher for those of you who can't see. It's a rainbow colored Soren. This is Soren. It's like a weird, like metallic kind of rainbow color. It looks cool, for sure. They yeah, make them small too. Yeah. Handheld. Handheld and portable. I mean, you got to get your product around. Yes. So, I just, I'm concerned with what we're going to see down the line. <clears throat> like, if we see that this these things cause cancer and whatnot, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm concerned with. That's why I'm, I'm staying away, besides the nicotine factor. Yeah, that's definitely the thing about these, is because there's not enough research on them, because they're so new. Yep. You can't, can't tell, you don't have those long terms to see, mm-hmm. you know, oh, hey, this, this uh, jewel pack a day kid ended up getting lung cancer yep things like that i mean rolling the dice for sure but (laughs) anyways um yeah so that's the first time i saw a jewel 
Uh, do you remember when the first time you saw one, Celeste? The first time I saw a jewel, honestly, it'd probably have to be in class or something. Cause yeah. Everybody's always got their jewel in class. Uh-huh. Class. Huh. I mean, it, it's pretty much like a smoke area nowadays. Like. Yeah. Did you like high school? Did I like high school? Hell no, I hated high school. Yeah. <laughs> high school was weird. Very weird. It's like a time where you're like trying to figure out who you are. I guess you still are, but um, yeah, you're just going through all these like trials and tribulations. So it's it's a tough time always figuring tri- out who you are. Always with the trials and the tribulations. The hormones kicking in, everything. Boys will be boys. <sighs> okay, I don't know about that saying, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so right now we are in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, we are both from Texas. You're from Arlington? From Arlington, yeah. Okay, we're both from Arlington, Texas. Um, I like Arlington. It's chill. Arlington is a nice city. It has... It is a nice city. I it mean, is. it has everything you nice. need except for a mall because... Oh, the shopping mall is terrible. Their right? shopping mall is just dangerous. It is dangerous. Do you remember that one dude from our high school that... That brought a gun at the Yes, bank? that wanted to die? Yes. Holy he so this guy from our high school he i didn't i knew him because we played basketball at like the rec center sometimes uh, i don't want to say his name just because but he's he's kind of a bad dude i think he sold drugs uh and he was involved with some bad stuff but he showed up to our park small with did you was it a real gun or a fake gun i think it was a fake gun i think it was a fake gun and he pointed it at a cop or something and I think it was a suicide mission yeah because if you do that the cops gonna shoot you because they don't really know if it's a gun or not I mean and those are the stories that they don't say too props off to the cops for not actually shooting him I mean the dude brought a fake gun that looked like a real gun into a mall and it ended without any casualties so he didn't get shot I don't think so okay I don't remember I don't remember either, but either way, yeah, that is that's uh, tough. That's a terrible thing to do in general. Yeah, what the hell? Affecting so many uh, pedestrians for no reason. Man, some people, we have a issue in our society, but we'll save that for another day. Um, but yeah, when I was little, I wanted to be a cop. That was like my one of the main things. Like I wanted to be a cop. It was like such a noble position and I just wanted to be it I remember uh, in the library we had a cop come talk to us and I was like front row like cheesing <laughs> I was like so happy I was like bro I, I think did. yeah definitely the cop thing was cool whenever we were young yeah it's kind of changed now it's, yeah it's kind of sad but I remember I went in high school too my senior year of high school I was in the police academy for a little bit that was interesting. It's it's weird the the like pool that they get to select from, like the police academy. Like there's some. I don't know if people are doing it for the right reasons. There's some <laughs> shady folks in there, bro. <laughs> like Just trying to yeah help, help your boy out. It was like, you know, so you've been in AP classes, right? Yeah. Like the smart classes. Yeah. And you've been in the regular classes. Yeah. <laughs> you know the difference. Yes, there is there's a difference. Some dumb people in the. It was like, it was like that. It was like a regular class. Like the people in it were like, 
they just weren't there and it was weird it's kind of like the teacher or our whatever the leader of our instructor yeah the instructor of our thing she had to like tell people to stop talking it was kind of like bad kids were in the police academy and i don't know that was weird did they have an interview process um i remember meeting with my counselor about it but i don't remember if there's an interview process Mm. but like that would be something that they should start uh getting on top of yeah I think the thing is they don't have enough people in general so they just take people in that class and then if they finish it then they like do an evaluation but anyways yeah so I had to run we had to do this uh, training session on Saturday and we had to do it was funny because I played basketball in high school and it was I like to work out and whatnot I was in decent shape and whatnot but I was like by far the like most fit I guess <laughs> doing that thing we had to run a mile and a half and we had to do uh, 50 push-ups and 50 sit-ups and that was kind of the thing we we showed up on Saturday morning and did our 50 uh, did our mile and a half and we had like popsicle sticks we had a hand for every lap it was on the Martin track oh so I think it was um, six laps yeah a mile and a half which is harder than I thought it was gonna be, to be honest. A mile and a half. That's a. It's a strange number. Uh, you know, I was telling you, I, I took a, I took a class over the summer that. Oh uh, yeah. Tested exercise physiology and. So what was the class the, called? It was uh, lab techniques, but it was okay. really testing like exercise physiology as like a. It was like a lab version mm-hmm. of that, and we had a mile and a half test uh, to kind of. Uh, guess your vo2 max which is kind of like okay. your maximum aerobic capacity you know like the yeah. more more athletic and fit you are usually higher the higher your vo2 will be so like a fat guy would have a low yes vo2 you have like a low vo2 and like let's say a normal person like you and i mm-hmm. you probably have a vo2 of around 50 mine's probably around 45 uh something like that okay but um what's you it know, go up to uh, the max I think is around like a 75 and that's like Olympic athlete and generally like a conditioned athlete has like a 50 VO2 max okay. but yeah our test one of our tests to uh, test out our VO2 max was to run a mile and a half and we were talking about how hard it is to pace yourself through something like that yeah it's, it's an unfamiliar distance it is funny because when you don't run like running a mile and a half is so hard mm-hmm. but like people it's everything is like relative like these people run the cross-country people i know micaiah my roommate she runs like five miles at a time like when she goes to work out so it's it's weird but i don't know if we're bred for running like us white 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 folk Uh, i'm not a big runner myself (laughs) yeah i try to run i kind of like it um kind of clears my mind yeah it is a mind clear go get that energy out of your system Mm -hmm. So running really does use up a lot of energy it does um when y'all ran the the mile and a half um did you what was i gonna say did you sprint the mile and a half it was as fast as you possibly can that's okay yeah that's what i, was and I smoked everybody in that class except for alex dang <laughs> oh alex ran fast yeah alex ran it faster than me because i didn't because yeah. I didn't pace myself good, because you don't really understand, like, uh-huh. how your body's going to take a mile and a half. If you're running, yeah. like, a mile, you're, you're going to know, like, okay, 
I need to get this down to like six minutes if I want to do this as fast as I can Mm -hmm. or if you want to do like two miles do something like you know let's keep it under 15 minutes yeah yeah but like a mile and a half that's just that's gray area (laughs) that's uncharted it is it's such an odd number but but I did I smoked everybody in that class (laughs) we did have some unhealthy folk in that class actually yeah that you wouldn't expect uh kinesiology students to be uh out of shape Mm -hmm. i guess but there are some that aren't so aren't so fit maybe they're trying to get better i'm surprisingly more on the fit side and uh the kinesiology classes i didn't think i would be but just kind of turned out that way yeah i wonder so you obviously have a passion for it you enjoy it right of course been a big uh exercise guy yeah, I feel like some people, maybe the the people that aren't fit, do you think they just want like an easy degree, or do you think it's an mm. easy degree, or what? Maybe some people. Why do you uh, think they do that? You know, there's a lot of different things you can do with kinesiology. Mm-hmm. You know, some people will go off and be coaches. Some people will go off and be PTs. Um, you know, I I've worked with PTs, and you know, some of them aren't in that great a shape, and then some of them are in some of the best shape I've seen like forty year old man ever. Uh, you know, these Those guys, are the people I want. Yeah, these guys trainer. take it uh, seriously. And, you know, then there's people that can do OT and they just, they won't be running around or anything like What's that. What's OT? That's occupational therapy. So that's, um, that's things like, let's say somebody would come to your house and help you practice your grip strength because you got in a car accident oh. and can't really grip. Like start like grabbing cups and things yeah. like that. So that's what uh, that's occupational therapy. That's okay. another one of those things. That yeah, I you think don't necessarily might. have to be. I wouldn't think in the best possible shape for that. But yeah, they definitely understand it. Mm-hmm. The knowledge is there. Yeah. I saw. Speaking of like fitness and whatnot, I saw this thing. Let me pull it up real quick. About chiropractors. Which, if y'all don't know, I have like a weird fetish where I watch chiropractor videos on YouTube for like twenty minutes at a time. Just uh, like to hear it pop. Yeah, I think it's called ASMR. You know, have you heard of that? Yes. It's like when you hear it, it's supposed to, it like calms you down or something. I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, so on Reddit, I saw chiropractor, ugh, chiropractic treatment and vision loss and rare occurrences. Forceful manipulation of the neck is linked to a damaging side effect vision problems and bleeding inside the eye <laughs> oh, that's brutal finds the first published case report of chiropractic care leading to multiple pre-retinal hemorrhages jesus can you imagine if you had back pain for so long you go to a chiropractor and, <laughs> and then you lose your eye <laughs> the neck part's the scariest yeah he starts cracking around and the next day you go to the, the hospital for a eye hemorrhage wow that is ridiculous. Yeah. Have that you thought about... That would be so scary. Oh, chiropractor school? Hell no. It's so expensive. Really? Yes. Uh, we had a chiropractor come into one of my classes uh, to kind of talk about, you know, chiropractor school and things like that. And then okay. <laughs> everybody had the same question at the end. What's the tuition? And... It's upwards of a hundred grand for Dang. two years of schooling. Two? Yeah. Jeez. But it's like nonstop schooling, but still two years of schooling. 
over a hundred grand and uh so we had we had a chiropractor admissions lady there and then we had an actual chiropractor and whenever the chiropractor started to talk about it herself she was like you know it's just a necessary evil i send in my check every or i send in uh you know the payment every month and you just got to do what you have to do but she said that she enjoyed her job so it's just something that she goes along with it's part of life for her so I find that surprising because don't I feel like chiropractors struggle to make money, right? I well, see a she lot of has her own pra- she had her own practice, okay. which is the big thing, you know, like the goal for okay. every PT or you know psychiatrist, what have you. Everybody yeah. wants to have their own practice. That's where the real money's to be had, you know. No middleman. It's just you're the boss. Yeah, that's the goal, I guess. Um, yeah. So this dude I watch on YouTube. He's like one of the best I've seen. I've seen I've seen all of them on YouTube, okay? And this guy's the best. His name's Dr. Jason. Um, he just I don't know if it's real though. I get like you're popping the spine and like aligning it, I guess, but isn't that just like popping your fingers? You want to know? It's funny put, that you say put that. Put me on, Billy. Because um, I recently learned in a class that popping your fingers is really just popping the air. That's between your joints. The nitrogen, ga- nitrogen gas, right? I think that's what it is. Uh, I can't say for sure, but all I know is that it's really just popping air between your joints, and so yeah. so it's hard to say. Um, Some people are skeptical because they're saying that's kind of the same thing with the spine. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say realigning. Let's say like realigning your spine or something like that. That might not just be. You know, the popping might not be all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there might be more going down uh, under uh, in the actual bones and joints and things like that. But uh, it's the popping itself, I wouldn't say, means that, you know, things are, things are working. But yeah. it is a satisfying sound, nonetheless. He talks a lot about how, so he'll say, all right, I'm going to do an adjustment on the lumbar spine, you know, the lower. Yeah. And you say these, um, this adjustment um, targets the the nerves that go to your digestive system. He'll say like stuff like, this one goes to your um, your ear or something like that for each different part. So I don't know. I find it interesting. I've thought about going, but I don't have the balls to go because I don't want them to crack my neck. Though. Don't want them to crack your neck. No, I'll reach. get I'll get the back, but the neck's kind of like scary for me. Yeah. Have you chiro- ever gone? No, I've never gone to the chiropractor. I'm scared of that. Yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> I know um, Lucas has, and he said that he yes. actually he actually has uh, back problems as well. I think it's because he's kind of short and skinny, mm-hmm. but uh, he said that the chiropractor has helped him personally. Yeah, uh, I feel like it does help. Yeah, he's done things like PT before as well, and he said that the chiropractor helped more, and he's done like chiropractor cryotherapy and things like that and he said he said the chiropractors helped him the most but you know everybody's different yeah i think that's that's important to say everyone is different everyone's body's different so people might react a certain way but so lucas is he still doing uh the racquetball stuff yeah still cold at uh racquetball i wish that it was a big sport so i mean it's still it's cool to say that he's like really good at racquetball, but if it was a bigger sport, like golf, like like global sport, yeah. it'd be cool to be like, hey, yeah, that's, yeah, my, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He's out there. So Lucas, uh, is it Lucas Lee? Yeah. So he went to our high school. He's one of Billy's good friends. And he competes in racquetball um, professionally or? Yeah, professionally. He's Dang. He was ranked like 50 when he was 18 or something. I don't know what it is now. I haven't asked him recently. He's probably in the 40s or something like that now. But I'd like to see him play sometime. Dude's, dude's pretty dang good at racquetball. I remember. Do you remember that one time we played against uh, that one dude, Steven? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought he was so good. He killed me. Um, I can't imagine uh, Lucas's level. Because that dude, I don't think he was ranked or anything. No, just a casual guy playing racquetball. Yeah, they hit it so low to the ground. It's like That's a, the thing. If you hit the ball high to Lucas, he'll kill it yeah, immediately. Yeah, it's, he's gonna expose you. Yeah, that's how you get ex- that's how you get exposed. Yeah, that's how you get exposed, bro. <laughs> he uh, breaks your ankles. Yes. Oh, breaking ankles. Okay, so me and my brother had this argument. Um, did you see um, Sam Decker? Yes, break Jason Tatum. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Don't say break. Jason Tatum slipped. You gonna say there was a wet spot on the court? There was. Did you hear the commentator say that? I heard the commentator say that, but Jason Tatum still got broken down. Okay, so here, here's my take on that. If y'all haven't seen the video, um, we're talking about the NBA, uh, my favorite sport. Sam Decker, he's kind of, he's not nobody. He's like good at basketball, but he's he's a role player for sure. And I'm sure y'all know Jason Tatum. He's one of the rising stars on the Boston Celtics. And Sam Decker was on offense, Jason Tatum on defense, and he crossed over, and Tatum slips, and so just on the surface, he gets broken down. He gets there's a it's a left to right cross. Sam Decker goes in, makes a layup, but Jason Tatum falls down, and I'm watching the video, and that my brother sends me. He's like, he's like, bro, Jason Tatum just got broke, and I'm like, I think he slipped. The commentator said he slipped. And I think he slipped. So the commentator said he slipped. And this has happened to me before. So <laughs> I played basketball in high school. Yeah. It's actually happened twice. I'll tell you about the worst uh, time. Oh, you're just mad you got broken down twice. Maybe that is why I'm defending Tatum on this play. But in high school, um, it was during practice, so it wasn't anything serious. But I remember um, I was on defense. It was in transition. Oh, man, bro. I got dropped, but it was in transition, and Alex Grissett was dribbling up the court, and he was kind of ahead of me, and I ran to cut him off, and he chicken-wrapped me behind the back, and I stepped on his shoe, and I slipped and fell, <laughs> and the entire team, like, said, oh, my God, and it's like, it's not like he, it's not like his move was, I mean, I guess it was, but. It's that, it's that foul play. I'm bitter. That's, let's just say that. <laughs> But, yeah, so my brother was arguing about that. So you think it doesn't matter if you slip? That's kind of what I'm getting at. I think you got crossed. <laughs> okay, so even if, so if there, let's say there is a wet spot in that situation, does it matter? I feel like it doesn't. No, I mean, especially, like, game-wise, like, yeah. for momentum and things like that, that's... 100%. That's cross-up. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's the ankle breaker badge going off. Mm-hmm. I remember a play where Kobe Bryant he he dribbled, did a pullback, and he stepped on Clay Thompson's foot, and Clay fell. But it's not like 
he couldn't do anything about it, you know? Yeah. And the crowd goes crazy, so definitely the crowd and, like, the momentum aren't, they don't even realize what the, the slip was, I guess. But. So, I want to move on to some topics I have written down here. Um, I'm going to get some water real quick, but uh, the first topic we are going to get into that happened exactly eight days ago. Yeah, last Sunday. Um, we went to the sushi restaurant. Billy, you want to tell us about what happened <laughs> at the sushi restaurant? <laughs> go. go uh, so, me and my good friend here were just studying at the library and decided to grab some dinner. Because, you know, why not? It's the first weekend of the month. It's, it's almost tradition to go yes. grab dinner. Text Miranda. Yep. Go and see our good friend Miranda. Go mm-hmm. and grab dinner. And we can, you know how it is. You can never decide on the place to go. It's the hardest thing ever. The hardest the hardest part about getting dinner is deciding where to go. Yes. There's so many options. But, <laughs> you know, I threw a curve, I threw a curveball for, I threw a curveball and just said, let's go to the sushi restaurant I used to work at. Yeah. So Billy used to work at this sushi restaurant, um, last year. Uh, what's it called? Sushi? It's just called Tokyo Sushi. Tokyo Sushi. Run by Korean people. <laughs> yeah. So we texted Miranda and we met there and I've been there probably two times before. Two or three times. And the thing about their restaurant is, let's just get get right to it. When you walk in, it's kind of open, so and they greet you. So, do you want to oh greet me real quick, Billy? Okay. I will is it Japanese? And greet you. It is Japanese, and it's run by Korean people. It makes no sense, man. But you walk in, and <laughs> you have to yell, Irashaimasen, and that just means welcome. Irashaimasen. Masen, and it, you just have to yell it. And they, yeah, and they'll get mad at you if you don't yell it, but I mean, towards the end of my tenure there, uh, <laughs> I stopped saying that. Yeah. It, 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 you had it, some leverage. You could, yeah, I had, yeah, I had leverage. They're struggling I mean, to hire. They're, they're always yeah. struggling to hire. and it's So, anyway, so, they scream, Ira Misha. Okay, I, I messed that up, but... <laughs> so you walk into the restaurant, it's open. Uh, it's kind of small, but people are sitting kind of close. And they say that to you, and everyone looks at you. So my thing is, you have a restaurant. Don't make the guy, don't make the customer walking in, like, feel on the spot. Exactly. You don't want to feel like that. You want to have, you want to talk to a host. You don't want to see anyone. You want to go into a different area. But So they do that. And they put us um, right by the door, which wasn't, it wasn't a bad spot, but um, should I tell my story before you tell yours? Oh, go ahead. About the fire? The fire? Oh. (laughs) All right, guys. Another thing I have a pet peeve with. So, (laughs) sushi menus, I get it. It's like, it's like a cultural thing, but those small like paper menus when I can't see a picture of the sushi really bothers me. I'm a dumb American. I need a picture. <laughs> I need to see the breadcrumbs or whatever. The tempura. I need to see the tempura on top. Anyways, so I order. Billy recommends. Uh, I think it was called Fire. Yeah. Is that the entire name? It's just called Oh My God Fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called, uh, in quotes, Oh My God Fire. And I think it was. It was good as hell, I'm not going to lie, but that was the title of it. So I order that, and I order 
Okay, hold on. So I ordered that. That would that, that was like my go-to, and I think Billy and Miranda figured something out. But uh, the nice lady comes up, and I knew I wanted to get two rolls because one roll is not going to fill me up. Fat boy probs. But um, I asked her my opinion. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what do you recommend? <laughs> and she goes, well, Do you like sushi, or do you like salmon? Uh, she basically asked me what I like, which, once again, I'm lazy American. I just want to be told what to get. Also, a little bit of background: the lady that was asked, that Jack was asking these questions to, does not speak English. She's in uh, English classes right now. <laughs> She's working. But, anyways, um, yeah, whatever. So I ordered some salmon roll, which was really good. A lot of cream cheese, but it was really good. And the oh my god fire, it's like fifteen dollar roll. And Billy says they bring it out and they say fire. They like scream fire, right? Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. I'll get that for the entertainment. <laughs> so I see, I think Billy turns around and goes, oh, I think you're, they're getting your order ready, Jack. And they have it in like tin foil. It's on fire. She's walking it. Do you remember what she was saying? Was she screaming fire? Fire. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> fire, fire. And then she comes and puts it down. It's like on fire. And help me out here, Billy. Do you remember what she asked me to scream to the restaurant? Yeah, to scream, oh my god, fire. <laughs> so you have, oh god, another pet peeve. I don't want the restaurant staring at me when I ordered the $15 sushi roll. Oh, I got some anxiety problems. I don't want people staring at me while I'm <laughs> about to eat. So I have to scream, oh my god, fire, like three times. And then after that, it's done, and it's still on fire. And then she has the audacity to go back and say, One more time! <laughs> I'm like, hell no. So I did it one more time. <laughs> of course, you have to. You have to, bro. The whole restaurant's <laughs> staring at you. Face red as a tomato. But Anyways, my, my food is good. And... That is segueing to your story, Billy. What happened uh, to you one, at the sushi One restaurant? thing I want to say about that fire. So they bring it out of the tinfoil, and they pick it up while it's on fire and put out the Everclear manually with the tinfoil. It's foil. Everclear that they put on it? Yeah. Put Everclear on it and light it on fire. It did smell like alcohol. I remember that. Yeah. And weak people use chopsticks. Of course, you know, I go in barehanded, <laughs> and I burn myself almost every time, but who cares? Oh, I remember you telling me stories about that. Yeah, but, so after she has the audacity to ask for us to yell, oh my god, fire, for the fifth time, <laughs> uh, she, co she comes back, and she asks me if I'm working. I tell her, yeah, I'm working, I have a job. She mm -hmm. says, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, working <laughs> for my job back home. She said, back home, aren't you here? Uh -huh. said yes i work remotely and so she uh she says okay that's fine then she leaves and comes back whenever we're about to go and she bribes us with fried oreos she obviously wants billy to work at the restaurant they're low on staff and she was pestering him with questions like we were like i think we were trying to eat and she just like had your head turned the entire time like talking to you she's like so, Billy, where are you working at? Huh? You want to work here? And all this stuff. <laughs> Here's some Oreos. And, oh, she she goes, fried Oreos on the house. 
to the entire restaurant, <laughs> lays them down. You know, if you take it, you gotta go. To, you gotta take the job. But anyways, continue, Billy. So we we ate the we ate the Oreos. Obviously, we're not gonna give up these fried Oreos. They're too good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were so good. <laughs> but she comes back and she says, "Okay, what are you what are you doing this week?" And I said, "She goes down. Oh she goes God. down this the days. She goes down <clears throat> every single day." You know, what are you doing Monday, school, Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, the test. So you had excuses for every day except yeah. for? Except for all Sunday because the only thing I can come up off, off the top of my head is that's the Lord's day. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> okay, so you can work. She tore right through the Lord right there. Yeah, she did. She did not care whatsoever, but she <laughs> oh. <laughs> said, oh, so you can work. I said, uh... It was really awkward for me. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, like, watching. I was like, God, I could tell you didn't want to, like, work, but she kept, like, asking you. And yeah. that was, like, I don't know. She was very motivated. She definitely, like, she got yeah, her way. She, she was doing her best to get what she wanted, but she, uh, yeah, so broke down on day seven, <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's Day. <laughs> and, uh, sh- long story short, I didn't end up going in. And <laughs> And uh, she's asking me now what days I can work for next week, and oh, so we'll Lord. just leave that on red for now. But yeah, just not a not a big server guy. Was good <sighs> at it, did what I had to do, but uh, not not something I would like to go back to. Might yeah. in the future, you know, times is tough. But <laughs> did you make good money working there? I mean, I got like I got like ten and a half to eleven an hour. Uh, okay. So it was, it was after tax. I mean, it it was good, but I I still don't feel like you know I got paid what I worked. I felt like I got mm. the best tips, and we did tip share, which is just the dumbest thing ever. So is that where all the tips get pooled together and they split it equally? Yeah. Hmm. So so you're something. you're telling me if you did really good serving for someone and they left you on like the tab, tip. they wrote like on the credit card like. Yeah, like a really good tip that would get pooled, and you wouldn't see that tip. You'd exactly. Get a percentage. Huh. And I've only gotten the full tip one time when I got tipped thirty-five dollars, and that is because somebody threw up in the back of my restaurant. It was a bro. Uh, you know, it was a bro, and obviously, I'm a I'm a I'm a man of the people. The people <laughs> love me. So the just some dudes that like to do sake bombs that I've served a couple times. You know, they walk into the restaurant. They're like, "Billy, how's it going?" And I'm like, "What's they up, know fellas?" You. Yeah, they're regulars. Like, yeah, I was like, "What's up, fellas? Come over here and you know, get them seated." I know they want a drink. They order mm-hmm. a pitcher and some sake bombs. So and what's a sake bomb? Let me stop you there. So you get you got your glass of sake, right? So sake's like a liquor or something. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's an Asian liquor. I'm not a fan of sake myself, but. Okay. So you got your sake, you got it in your little sake glass, okay. you put chopsticks on top of a beer glass, and then uh, you do the sake, 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 bomb, and then you slam, the table. slam the table, it falls in, and you chug it. And so my my bros, they brought in an, a new boy that I hadn't seen before, oh. and old boy goes Flesh. back, old boy goes back to the bathroom after about three or four sake bombs, and and I didn't know what was happening at the time. It wasn't until um, it wasn't until my manager came and told me, "Hey, Billy, one of your friends threw up in the back," and I'm like, "That's not Your my friend. friends." Yeah, oh, I was like, that sucks. 
but so uh, she was like, yeah, can you go clean that up? And I was like, no, I don't want to. And then she was like, okay, go clean it up. So I was like, uh, whatever. I went back there and cleaned up this throw up that was all over our hallway. And then one of the other dudes that I actually like had seen before, he came back and he was like, Billy, what's up? What are you doing back here? And I was like, dude, your boy threw up in my restaurant. He so was he was like, friends with the other guys? Yeah. And he okay. was like, what? Dude, no way. And so he goes and uses the bathroom. He comes back out. And uh, apparently this isn't something that I saw with my eyes, but um, because I was cleaning up the throw up in the back, but apparently whenever he got back to the table, they were really shitting on that dude. They were like, dude, you threw up in the back. Billy's back there cleaning it up right now. What are you doing? That's weak. They were beating him down. (laughs) Yeah, they were beating him down after he was Rightfully so, I guess, you know? Yeah. If you throw up in a restaurant, I mean... If you throw up on, like, the floor of a restaurant... That's ridiculous, but they ended up leaving me like a $35 tip, and the manager came and told me, she was like, hey, I'll make sure that tip gets a, gets set aside just for you. That's nice. That was a good pay week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you do it every week? <laughs> clean up, throw up? Dude, I'd clean up, throw up for $35. That's not a big deal. I would, too. That's for, that's. The smell's the worst for me with throw up. The smell is the worst, but whenever you're like in an open area, really it kind of helps. Yeah. Even though thro- picking up throw up isn't really my profession or anything, but you're not grossed out by it too much. Uh, only if it's chunky. Uh, I rem- know that dude yeah. just throw up sake bombs. I remember uh, a couple times in the Sterling District of Harvest, we'd see throw up in the elevators. That oh yeah, gross. that was disgusting. Kind of traps the smell in there. Yeah, the that's smells also, the worst for me. That's oh, also disrespectful. Throwing up, man such a it feels so good after that Un- yeah fi- unpopular opinion for a reason yeah it does gotta get it out your body but oh i remember uh new year's eve january 1st new year's eve oh, is always a good one i threw out my guts i actually didn't drink this past new year's eve really yeah i was what were you up to i was actually at uh your good friend uh morgan's Oh, okay. And, <laughs> yeah, we were just, yeah, yeah we're chilling. just New Year's. Yeah. That's fine. I don't like drinking that much, honestly. No, not a big alcohol guy myself. Back in freshman year, you know, the first time I got drunk, dude, it was like, it was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, oh, I got it. I was like, <laughs> this, this is why people do it. This is it. This, this is the, it. This is the it's, sensation. It's funny, because I remember, I'm like, I'm such like a dork, um, I remember senior year of high school, like, I didn't go to parties or anything, I didn't drink until freshman year of high school, or freshman year of uh, college, mind you, so, my dad has beer at the house, and I remember, dude, oh, I remember I tried one of his beers, like, I wanted to, like, I was like, what's the big deal, I want to get drunk, (laughs) And so my parents were home, so I just like cracked open a beer, tried to drink it, bro. Absolutely disgusting. I'm not a beer guy at all, but I was like, what the hell? Why do people drink this? It tastes like, like Fritos, mixed with <laughs> like, uh, terrible soda, which, I didn't dig it at all. But, mind you, so like, freshman year of college comes around. Um, I think were you with me? Yes, of yes, course dude. I was with you the first time you drank. What Got are you to. talking about? Got to. All the major moments Billy's around. So, um, yeah, first time I got drunk, it was like a weird thing. 
Uh, my ears started feeling warm. Couldn't stop talking. Mouth got a little numb. <laughs> yeah, I felt good. And it's funny because freshman year when we would drink, that was like our thing. We would drink like every weekend. Seemed like. Yeah, because we didn't get hungover. Yes, that was the that was like the main thing. We did not get hungover at all. That's why I don't do it now. I feel like shit after I drink. Yeah, it's just the worst feeling ever. Honestly, it's like your stomach's on fire. Yeah. Your head just mm-hmm. like rings. Yeah. And that's like, I've done, I've drank sometimes certain occasions where I'll have like a glass of water in, betri- in between drinks and I won't wake up with a hangover that bad. Like I'll feel a little, my stomach will feel a little upset, but if I drink water in between, I'm usually good, but. See, that's the good self-control that other people don't have, though. Yeah, I try to. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have any water, wake up. You know, we get five lined up. Hydrated. Like JD. JD. That's a a fella for another day. Yes. You gotta have him on. (laughs) You gotta just have him pop back five right here. Oh, my God. Dude, some people. You know, the whole thing about alcohol in college is... All these kids like come over to a new place without their parents and really like alcohol is everywhere you can't really get a, get away from it I guess or you can get away from it but it's really it's always there it's there and I'm not trying to be like a narc or anything but like people the RAs don't do anything like you could you could get drunk every night in your dorm and yeah I guess I guess it's on you, but still. It's I mean, like, my roommate got drunk every night. Yeah, your roommates drank a lot, dude. My roommate Harrison would always have uh, some Coke and Fireball every night. Oh, that's just like a toxic potion just going up the floor. Yep, that was an every night deal. They had, um, I remember going into y'all's dorm one of the first times. Y'all had like a whole bunch of bottles lined up on the top of the cabinets. Trophy bottles. Trophy yep. bottles. We got them taken away. We got them stripped from us because of Trevor. Trophy bottles. That's one of those things I don't like. <laughs> I could never do trophy bottles again because I just don't drink. Yeah. It, it would look like a wheat collection. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so that's crazy. Um, times, times to fly. All right, let's get to some current events, my brother. Hmm? So we've been talking for almost an hour. How you feel? Feeling uh, great, man. You want to crack open these current events? We can crack crack open a good one. Crack open your best one for me. Let's hit that. The best one? Your favorite one. Bro, I got a couple. You want to go through them real quick? All right. Real quick. We'll play the speed round. All right. So, in I think this was in Albany, New York, a limo crashed and killed 20 people. Um, over the weekend and that limo failed their inspection and the driver wasn't properly licensed bro when you read that it's like holy crap 20 people died because they don't know exactly why they died Um, they ran through a stop sign and crashed into a parked SUV and it says it caused the deadliest U.S. transportation accident in almost a decade, bro. Jesus. 
17 passengers, the limo driver, and two pedestrians. How fast do you have to be going? Oh my goodness. That's terrible. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Have you been in a limo before? Yeah. Or like a party bus? Yeah. I remember. I was in a party bus one time. Um, this was for prom when I went back. Um, and it was scary because we were on the highway. It was like wobbling. But anyways, I don't think that car was That uh, car, licensed. I mean, it wasn't licensed either, so. Yeah, this one, it says... The Ford, 2001 Ford Expedition had been converted into a limousine. Um, oh, my goodness. Do you think these people just, like, looked up limousines and... See, that's one, one thing that I, that I don't want to say, but you kind of have to address, is that they should have... This is just something that I wish that they would have done. I wish that they would have gotten a different limousine service, you know, done a little bit more research, put in the extra mile... To uh, find a better one, but you know that's that sounds like victim blaming. But I mean, it's just what I wish they would have done. But overall, sucks. from the limousine and all that, that's just terrible. That's irresponsible. <sighs> On the highest level, that's yeah, terrible. So, all right, the next article we have, I don't know. Yeah, that's not interesting. This one's interesting. All right, so. We have a woman who was put in jail after she sent a photo of her having sex with this one guy to her ex-lover. And that ex-lover went and killed the other guy. So this woman was arrested for inciting a murder. Can you imagine? So she was having an affair, I guess, or she was... She basically sent, like, a, a photo of her having sex with her current partner to her old partner and this dude snapped and crime of passion or whatever he went and stabbed the other dude in the heart with a kitchen knife oh my goodness tell me what you think about that baby i think that is childish from her i think that is incredibly psycho from the guy yeah and uh the other guy that's unfortunate he got caught in the in, in the midst of everything jesus dude it says they were involved with a love-hate relationship that frequently mixed messages of love with highly personal abuse Ooh, so it was a it's freaky abusive uh, relationship anyways it says sanders uh the guy who stabbed the other guy stalked lawson the guy who died before getting into a taxi uh, at her home and launching a surprise attack, stabbing his victim oh once in the heart. Dude. Sanders and Bramley, um, those are the two guys, exchanged furious texts and Facebook messages in the hours before the attack. Dude, That's terrible, man. So she's in jail. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I guess she kind of incited it or who knows. She She claimed to say she had lost her moral compass at the time. And was affected by substance abuse and alcoholism. Oh, of course she was. <laughs> yep, that's a terrible story. So, here's a funny one. <laughs> or, I guess not funny. So, firefighters in... I think this is in Florida? San Diego? Or, I don't know where this is. Anyways, they pulled a 800-pound horse out of a marsh in... Do you know how to say that place? Tassioma? Anyways... 
So a horse was rescued by 20 firefighters. They pulled this white horse from the barn. <laughs> so think about this. They have to get 20 grown men, firefighters, top class, like, strength-wise. They have to get 20 to pull this 800-pound horse. That's crazy. Pull that damn horse out of the river. Oh, my goodness. That's good, though. I mean, they saved the horse life. I can't believe they had 20 free firefighters. That's crazy. <laughs> the real heroes in the world are firefighters saving the horses. Those are the real heroes. Okay, do you know anything about Cat Williams? Oh, I used to listen to Cat Williams all the time back when he used to have good stand-up. So, Cat Williams is pretty funny. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian. Um, he's been in the news recently because he's been kind of in a beef with Kevin Hart. And uh, <laughs> Who's the uh, actress in Kevin Hart's movies? She's really know. funny, too. Um, it's going to come to me later. But he's been, like, basically dissing Kevin Hart and everything. And he's basically... He's kind of off his rocker. He is off his rocker. He needs a chill. Yeah, but uh, main point being here, he was arrested in Portland for, he was accused of assaulting his driver. He was going to one of his comedy shows in Portland, and he assaulted his driver. Oh my goodness. He is really going down a bad path. Why? It sucks because he's funny. You want to see him like do good. Yeah, somebody you want to succeed. So, oh my goodness so that's the, crazy yeah the driver was treated at the hospital for minor injuries to the face including cuts and swelling what a guy what a guy good job cat keep All doing right. you okay so you know when you're driving and the music music is up loud and you're trying to find someone's house or yeah. and you turn down the music for some odd reason you think that's gonna help you and your buddy says why are you turning down the music it's not gonna help you but Apparently that is true. So if you turn down the music, it tricks your brain into prioritizing the task at hand, which is trying to find the thing. So I thought that was that was pretty pretty interesting. They, that is uh, intriguing. Performed some MRI MRI tests on thirty two participants. The researchers discovered that when people were focusing on something visual, the responsiveness of their auditory nerves, which enable you to hear, decreased. So your brain actually turns down your hearing. Science, man. The brain. Science. You learn something new every day. It's dope. Okay, I don't know if you saw any of this on the news, but uh, UN scientists have given us an over just over a decade to get the climate change issue under control. So I'm going to ask you what you think about climate change before we talk a little bit more about it. Dude, I wish everything was solar and wind-powered. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Those things are so expensive, though, to get them, like, installed and going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they always say, like, it'll pay off over time, but, eh, I and don't I know think, about that. But. Yeah, I think with our administration in the White House right now, I don't think that's a priority. He's mm-hmm. Trump's more business pro, and this is kind of kind of the opposite more of way. A losing jobs. Which sucks because it's like, damn this world we're gonna leave for like our kids you know you want it to be good and yeah so basically they said that i didn't read this much but they were saying that the temperature is going to increase some way but that's not what i like to see yeah that's that's a bummer hopefully we get it together this one came out today earlier today 
So it says the Tesla Model 3 achieved the lowest probability of injury of any vehicle ever tested by the National Highway and Transportation System Administration Agency, something like that. Okay, Elon. Yeah, bro, the lowest probability. Okay, Elon. I see you out here. That's pretty good. I mean, that's that's awesome to hear. Just something else to add on to Tesla. I know. I mean, I know they're having some trouble. I know they're having some uh, problems right now, but that's still they build a solid car. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he's he's such a smart guy. I guess I don't know if he's directly responsible for this car being so safe, but hey, you know, the right people. The I guess it kind of makes sense. You know, you have a. I don't know if the Model 3 is the electric. It's definitely electric, but is it the uh, automatic one? I, I think that they all have that automatic feature now. With the highway driving or something? Yeah. So I get, that's, hey, you know, some people that might have been on the fence to buy one of these, they see this. Hey, they might, they might buy it. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> have you heard about this uh, brothel, robot brothel opening in Houston? Have you oh, heard about it? Creepy, no. Okay, let me give you the uh, the quick uh, old recap. So, this company in Houston was going to open a robot brothel. So, for those who don't understand, a robot brothel is sex robots that you come in, and this concept was you could try out the robot before you buy it. Uh. <laughs> So, dude, these people were going to, the plan was they'd come in and try out a robot. It's called Kinky Dolls. And they were going to open this brothel so people could come try out. It says they're life-liking, talking robot sex dolls. Mm. Um, they're also available for on-site rental by the hour. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> I feel like this is inevitable. But, anyways. This is inevitable. Yeah. People don't want to talk to their uh, their partner. They just want they want a robot to meet their needs. But anyways, the Houston governor, I believe, canceled this brothel from opening, saying it's not in line with the Houston values. So <laughs> I guess that's a win, depending on what side you look at. But I feel like this is inevitable. That, yeah, People are going to start. These things are going to be a thing. From what I've heard, they're pretty lifelike, too. Jeez. Like they feel warm. Bro. Would you try one? Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it. Bro. Ooh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay, so that was all of our current events. Um, I have a couple more things. Are you good on time? We can go for a little bit longer. Okay. All right, so you know how we hooped the other day? Yes. So I went to the sauna after, and you can't go because you got a tattoo. You can't. So explain that. Do you know why you can't that go? That fresh tattoo? You're not supposed to submerge okay. a new tattoo, especially um, and things like sweat and things like that, just because it might get infected. Okay. And that's like the one thing that you do not want to happen is for it to get infected. Ew, and really? They yeah. get infected? Yeah. That's why I... Does I'll, that fuck up your tattoo? Like yes. entirely? Oof. It'll like fuck it up. And um, so that's why I, I'm pretty good about taking good care of mine, um, especially whenever I get them new. I yeah. always keep up, you know, my tattoos always end up fine because I always take good care of them um, whenever they're healing, and that's the one thing you just have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, things like the sauna, and I didn't wear, like, high socks or anything, because, you know, I didn't want it to get, like... I noticed you weren't wearing high socks, and I was like, I didn't want to say anything, but now I know. But anyways, that's interesting. So I was in the sauna by myself, and uh, there's always some old guy in there. (laughs) And this guy, he's wearing, like, the super high-cut runner shorts, and (laughs) he's, he's not, like, obese, but he's fat. You know, he's got the gut. Yeah, the gut. And he's hairy as hell, dude. He's, like, hairy, man. And so I go in there, and he's laying down, like, taking up all the space he can. And he's, like, constantly wiping his body off, like, with the sweat. Like, he's spazzing out, dude. Like, he had a tick or something. He was just, like, wiping. And you could hear, you know, that slippery. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't I couldn't stand it, dude. He was just wiping his whole body, slippering. Slippering, I just said that. Uh, Slipping and sliding or whatever. And he was like, so he was laying down with this high cut runner shorts, dude. See his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) He's shaking his legs back and forth for some reason. Maybe to get blood flow. I don't know, dude. He was pretty gross. Um, Yeah, so that was the sauna topic that I had written down. I remember. Dude, that's why I love uh, 24 hour fitnesses co ed sauna. Because nobody goes up in there uh, mm. doing anything uh, foolish. Do people go shirtless? Do guys do? Yeah, I go shirtless. Okay. Co-ed sauna. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I've been to a 24. Interesting. Yeah. I like the sauna a lot, dude. I like the sauna, too. I feel great after it. I do, too. I wish that I could, like, hop, like, from the sauna straight into a shower. Yeah. That would be the best. But I'm not using no community <laughs> showers. I need to figure out, when I get older, I want to, like, build a sauna and where I stay. Yes, dude, sauna in-house. Yes. I don't want to have that old guy in there again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, saunas are great, and I think I'm going to go, I'm going to try to go once a week to the sauna. I think I might go Wednesday morning. I don't have anything Wednesday morning. My boss didn't schedule me a lot this week. What gives? I don't know, but... Yeah, so that was my topic that I wanted to talk about. I have a couple more things. Have you watched any of the Mavs Sixers highlights at all? They're all playing I know in China. Is that, uh, JJ was making it rain. Yes, so they played two games. Um, I'm gonna butcher the name. I know they played in Shenzhen. They played one game in Shenzhen, China. JJ went off the first game. The Sixers won. Um, a lot of these preseason games are high scoring. There's not a lot of defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca. He got some time. He's been playing a lot. And they've been competitive. I know the Mavs won the game they played today. The first game they played at 6.30 a.m. And then they played today at like 7 a.m. But, yeah, the Mavs won the second game. Um, it's intriguing. I'm excited for the Mavs. You know, we, we MF, MFFLs in here. So. <laughs> All right. Another thing. So, last Saturday, me and Billy watched the... UFC 229, Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. I butchered that, but that was crazy, dude. That was crazy. That was was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I can't believe that we watched it live. That was insane, man. Like that was one of the best like UFC cards I'd ever watched. I think. Let's just get straight to the point. That McGregor and uh, Khabib fight was insane. I think. I know I wanted McGregor to win. 
Did you you wanted Khabib, right? I wanted McGregor to win. Yeah. But you're realistic about it. Yeah. Looking back, it made it made sense. I mean, Khabib is just a beast on the ground, and McGregor's he's got that left hand, but Khabib, man, he's a tick. Robot, bro. Yeah. And he knocked McGregor. You see? Yeah, he did. He, he hit him with that overhand right. He rocked. Knocked him, bro. But um, so basically, for the people who didn't see it, um, these two fought. Conor McGregor uh, most recently fought um, Floyd Mayweather in a boxing bout last year, and he lost that. But he showed great promise. He made a boatload of money off that fight. Yeah, hundred mil. So much money, man. And anyways, so he fought Khabib, who holds the title for the uh, lightweight division, one fifty five pounders. Khabib was the favorite. He's this guy from. I don't want to mess up where he's from. Yeah, he's from Russia. <laughs> and he's a he's a beast. He he wrestled bears when he was little. But so they fought. It was very emotional fight. What do you think about like all that trash talk beforehand? I love it. You like it? I love the trash talk. It's very entertaining. So it makes so it makes it a good fight. Conor McGregor can sell a fight. It's just I don't know if there's a line, you know, if you talk about someone's family and their religion. Me, personally, I wouldn't do that, but who knows? What do you think? I mean, I was ne- I've was i never been a big... I mean, I like to talk some, some shit, but I, I've never been the biggest yeah. trash talker. But, I yeah. don't know, I've never insulted somebody's, like, religion exactly. or family. Like, it's kind of... Oh, man, it's... I wouldn't do it, personally. But, anyways, so there's a lot of emotion going into this fight, and Khabib comes out, and starches Connor, hits him with the overhand right holds him down and just ground and pounds him the entire time he eventually gets a neck crank i think in the fourth round fourth or fifth round um conor mcgregor taps once again the facade of conor mcgregor it goes away right when he loses you know like he talks so much shit he's like this larger than life celebrity and then he taps to khabib it's like oh you lost you're human but after the fight, um, Khabib yelled at one of Conor McGregor's teammates, Dylan Danis, um, who apparently had been talking shit to him the entire week. But apparently Dylan said something to him after the fight, and Khabib jumped. He doesn't look, <laughs> look like a monkey, bro. He jumped right across that thing. The security guard tried to grab him and everything, but um, I think he kicked Dylan Danis. Like, he got he jumped right on him or something. And uh, he, he hit him, man. Yeah. So he did that, and then one of Khabib's guys, I think a couple of them, jumped into the ring while Khabib was outside the ring and sucker punched and, like, beat up Connor, which, that's fucked up. That is. Like, if you're going to punch someone... Yeah, look at him in the face. Yes, exactly. No sucker punches this week. That was disappointing. Um, And so Khabib didn't get the title then. Um, It wasn't... Dana didn't put it on him there. He was afraid the fans were going to, like go ape mm-hmm. which i understand but it was the right move it was the right move and they're thinking about suspending him i know mcgregor already wants a rematch he needs to work <laughs> on his ground game yeah he is not gonna he can be, can be. If, if they rematch like if they were both completely healthy and they rematch next week connor would get his ass whooped yeah so that was that fight um yeah that might be all we have today think we've been talking for an hour 15 minutes hey that's pretty good for the first podcast i'm happy um 
yeah, so this is episode one. Uh, me and Billy, we just chopped it up for a little bit. Um, we will have episode two out next week, most likely. I'll see who we get on. Not sure yet, but look for this episode on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at the incredible without me joj you can follow me on instagram the incredible joj and facebook like our page follow us the incredible joj and yeah billy you want to plug any of your socials um shout out to north texas clinical trials <laughs> a great place to go um but that's a story for another day Thank all you right for having me on absolutely brother all right that was dope